1: Let's see, what might they be
2: saying today? Um, Well, he only made those plays off schedule because the Lions were so Ah. concerned about the the (laughs) Niners' skill position guys that they lost track of Brock Purdy, or um, or the Lions just choked. Uh, yeah. Or oh, he got lucky because yeah. the ball bounced off a guy's helmet into okay. You know Brandon Ayuk's hands. Uh, yeah. What else could there be? Um, what am I missing? What are, what other what other dismissive commentary? You gotta uh, say something about the. To the uh,
3: you gotta say something about the officials. You, you gotta you officials. know. There's gotta be some yeah. excuse.
2: Yeah. Some yeah. excuse. Something. Some reason why Brock Purdy keeps living this charmed life that he has nothing to do with. Uh, This game management system quarterback finds his way in the Super Bowl. I just, like, just tell me. Just tell me what it is because it can't be him. You know what's funny though? we established that it can't be him. It's everybody else but him.
3: Can I tell you, uh, first of all, you look like you're 19 years old with that haircut. I love it. Take it a dime. I haven't haven't seen it that low in a while. It's probably a sore septic. As a matter of fact, no, it's not a sore septic. Because the barber wasn't supposed to take it that low. No, no, no. (laughs) no. Country
2: country would never do that. Country would never do that. No, I'll tell you exactly what it is. My wife, you know the difference between asking and telling, right? So this wasn't a polite request. Because, you know, some things been going on in my household lately, so I had missed quite a few barbershop appointments the last several weeks. So it was a little out of control, um, yeah. and my wife was like, um, "Cut your fucking hair," and she said it just like <laughs> that. <laughs> she, she's like, "Get a fucking haircut." <laughs> she said it just like that, and it wasn't. And you know, after after twenty years, twenty some years, whatever it's been, uh, eighteen of marriage, I know that number. But she was like, um, "Yeah," it, I, I knew that this was not a oh, I can just go and just get it neatened up or or lined up, get a lining or whatever. Get it tapered, get it it faded. You knew what that meant. No, I need to cut it. And she pointed to a picture from our wedding. She's like, I want it like that. I want the guy back that I married. Not this shit. She pointed out a picture that we took two years ago. uh, We had a a family photo shoot where she was leaning on the top of my head and it was mashing my hair down. And she was like, get rid of that shit. You've had it for the last several (laughs) years. I'm sick of it. Cut your hair. And I was like, okay. And I just went. I just okay. went to the barbershop. I was like, "Take it all off, take it all off." I was like, I, "This was not one country I was, was not like trifle with this woman." Country was like, "You sure?" But hey, it ain't even a discussion. Like, it's not, not up to me. It's not up to me. Happy wife, happy life. It's, not up to me. Bol- there there it is. said, "Cut my hair," so I cut my hair. So here we are. Hey, <laughs> <and So>. Listen,
3: <laughs> and, and we've all been there. And if you haven't been there, just keep living. You'll get there uh, eventually. I will say this: uh, You're right about Brock Purdy and there are no excuses. But you know, hearing you start off like that and you're absolutely right, people will come up with excuses all the time. We have Michael, you and I are on the same page. No, we're we are that wasn't directed pa- at you.
2: That wasn't directed at you.
3: No, but 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 I but it should be. Um but we're on the same page. My issues my issues with the 49ers are exactly what you just said. The excuses. So I I also like it when there are no excuses to be made. I I don't like when they make excuses about, oh, you know, Brock Purdy's not available. We would have won without Brock Purdy, right? So there are no excuses from yesterday. But during the game when they were down 24 to 7, and Mm -hmm. I saw Kyle Shanahan cussing into his headset. And I think I read his lips saying something about defense. I'm like, oh, here Mm -hmm. we go. Uh, Last year's excuse (laughs) was Brock Purdy (laughs) this year. Step right up, Steve, Steve Wilkes. Wilkes. We got some yeah. nice parting gifts for you. Like this is about it was to be this your like loss.
2: It was they, they, this yeah, is they about to, to be your Lions were, were gashing the defense, yeah, for sure. They definitely did. And he um, said defense. No. I don't know what he said. Yeah.
3: I don't think he was saying great defense or hey, let's go defense. I think he was saying <laughs> uh, bleep, 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 defense. So look, yeah. Ka- Brock Purdy, you've got to give that man his credit after what he did yesterday. He was a nuisance. And I say that with respect. He was a nuisance to the Detroit Lions. They had him how about the one where they have him wrapped up and think like he's about to take a sack? He wriggles out of the sack and picks up positive yards. Or they got everything covered and he takes off and uses his legs multiple times to pick up critical first downs when they needed to get back in the game. Everything they could get. Brock Purdy played great yesterday. Brock Purdy was part of was a big part. Of why the San Francisco 49ers are going to the Super Bowl. He was not a passenger. He took on, on, a, on a cross-country trip from, uh, from from San Francisco to Connecticut. On a cross-country trip, he drove he drove through the Midwest. Okay, he wasn't just sitting there sleeping. He did some driving overnight uh, in overnight. the middle of the night. Overnight. overnight.
2: That's right. Overnight. You need it those overnight drivers. It, he was a glue guy it yesterday. And didn't, didn't always do the speed limit, you know. Um, no, this is, this is refreshing to hear. Refreshing to hear that I don't have to do the heavy lifting when it comes to uh, the Brock Purdy narrative. But your, your only issue with Brock Purdy was, and no, it was never the player. It was what you perceived to be hyperbole. Uh, on my part, I feel like I was the one that started it. Uh, the Brady comparisons last year, when he took over last year, the Brady comparisons rubbed you the wrong way invoking the name of Tom Brady, I recall rubbing you the wrong way. Um, And, again, nobody ever said he was Tom Brady. He just had a similar effect, a similar galvanizing effect on this offense. But this is a win not just for the 49ers. This is a win not just for Brock Purdy. This is a win not just for Brock Purdy, sycophants such as myself. Uh, This is a win for system quarterbacks everywhere because the number one job of the quarterback is to manage the game. And whether Mm. you realize it or not, people – I've said this before, but I'm gonna say it again for the cheap seats or the people who may not have heard me say this before, they're all system quarterbacks. I'm gonna say that again. They're all system quarterbacks. Some of them make the system go, some of them benefit from the system. And a lot of people around the league don't fear Brock Purdy as much as they fear the 49ers system. Guess what? It doesn't matter, they're in the Super Bowl. And they wouldn't be in the Super Bowl without Brock Purdy to Michael's point. I believe they're favored, they wouldn't be favored over Patrick Frickin Mahomes and Andy Reid. Who are going for the fourth time in five years? They would not be favored over wow. them, if not for Brock Purdy, because Brock Purdy has dynamic ability. We saw it yesterday. Like you can't be, uh, you can't be a robot that Brock, excuse me, that Kyle Shanahan is pressing the right buttons for and playoff schedule the way he does at the same time. That's not how that works. And I get he's throwing to Christian McCaffrey. He's got Debo Samuel and and George Kittle and Brandon Ayuk and so on and so forth. But like Brock Purdy once and for all, dead to Brock Purdy slander. Because I told you a long time ago, it's, it stopped being about football with Brock Purdy. I still don't know what it really is about. Because nobody's told me clearly and definitively what the Brock Purdy slander has been about. But I did a and conversation, you know, I, I had a conversation recently, Michael, with our man Wood Harris, the actor Wood Harris, one of our favorite actors, one of the most, yeah. uh, well, he ain't, even, he ain't even underrated to the people who know. Maybe maybe mainstream don't appreciate Wood Harris the way they should, but those that know, know when it comes to Wood Harris. And Wood Harris, just, we talked about just being undeniable. Just as an actor, mm. being undeniable. Yeah, And I think that, that, go, that goes for any walk of life, but in this context, as a quarterback, Brock Purdy, at this point, is undeniable. It's undeniable the difference that he makes, the plays that he makes, on or off schedule. And whether it's Montana, whether it's Young in San Francisco, uh, whether it's anybody who's played with Andy Reid, including Patrick Mahomes. Already one of the greatest quarterbacks of all time, but I would include Patrick Mahomes in that, including Tom Brady. Because, see, I think people I think people confuse, and don't lose your thought, but I, I do want to get this out. I think people confuse system with scheme. And those aren't necessarily huh. the same things. Okay. I think some people think, like, okay, this quarterback is only good because uh, when, I, when I say they're all system quarterbacks, they're only good because they're reading half the field or the play design is so ingenious that a nutless yep. monkey could do their job. <laughs> Shout out Tom Cruise <laughs> and Tropic Thunder. You know what I'm saying? They <laughs> like, feel like, oh, okay, like anybody could do this because of this genius play caller and Bill Walsh or whatever. But when I think of system quarterbacks, I think of infrastructure. I think of the head coach, I think of ownership. I think of personnel. I think of the defense. I think of the, the team. This is why quarterbacks, excuse me, this is why wins and losses are not a quarterback stat with few exceptions. When somebody wins as much as Brady or as much as Mahomes, you can't, you can't divorce them from that. So we make some exceptions when convenient. We talked about this before. When it's so out of whack with somebody like, or, or even Lamar with Baltimore, mostly in the regular season. We'll get them in a second. But you can't divorce them From that stat, but nonetheless, when you are on a great team like the 49ers have, you know, when you are on a great team and a part of a great organization like the Chiefs have, it is not a pejorative to call a quarterback a system quarterback. Like when Andy Reid has won with Donovan McNabb and Alex Smith and now Patrick Mahomes, there's something to be said for said system. All the quarterbacks. That won Super Bowls. All three of them that won Super Bowls under Joe Gibbs, they were system quarterbacks, but they were still Super Bowl winning quarterbacks. You know, um, all the quarterbacks that have thrived under the under variations of the West Coast offense with the right head coach. Tom Brady, yeah, he won in Tampa. He absolutely won in Tampa. But does he win six with anybody other than Belichick? We've had that conversation at nauseam. So if you want to call Brock Purdy a system quarterback, be my guess. But you're calling him a Super Bowl quarterback, an NFC Championship winning quarterback. And it's very early, but I'm not going to jump off this bandwagon yet. You're going to call him a Super Bowl oh, no. winning quarterback okay. in a couple of weeks. Ooh, You're going okay. to call him a All Super right. Bowl winning quarterback in a couple of weeks.
3: System or not? No, wait, so down. Slow down. Slow down, player. Slow down. What is my
2: last show for a while? You know, as you know, this is my last hey. show for a, for a little while. So yeah, yeah, give take, my, i got to get my take, prediction take, in now. <laughs> but
3: take your time. You may want to change that. You want to, you, you may want to change it. Take your time. Do take I? your time. You don't. Know,
2: that's, that's not. That's not, not smart. It is it? That's, that's not. That's not very smart, is it? <laughs> you don't have to do it. You don't have to do it yet. It's, we, we're not
3: on the record yet. You, you don't have to declare. You don't have to declare. It's early in the game. But I think I know right. what it
2: is. Nobody's nobody's going in Purdy. motion to make me declare my coverage right now. <laughs> yeah.
3: You don't have to. You know, you're like oh, I know what it is. Nope. <laughs> I tell you what it is with Brock Purdy. You know what the problem is with Brock Purdy for a lot of people is they feel like he has just stumbled into the kingdom. He's just stumbled into this dumb luck and, and somehow he doesn't deserve it. Now, I don't know if they feel like that after yesterday, after watching it. The last, actually, I don't know if they feel like that after the last two weeks because he did make plays when he needed to make plays at critical times, even though he, overall he was not good against the Packers. He played really well when he needed to against sure. the Packers. I thought they were going to lose that game. He pulled that one out. They were down in the fourth quarter. He pulled them back and on to victory. Like, you know, yesterday, obviously down 17 points at halftime. He made a lot of big plays and big throws and got them into the game. But I think the Brock Purdy position, like people kind of looked at the position, like, oh, you can put anybody in there. You can Mm -hmm. put anybody in there. And you talk about the cheap seats. Can we say something else to the cheap seats? You can't put anybody in any place of value and expect just to get great results from anybody. It doesn't work like that. Even if it looks easy, people who make it look easy, it's not as easy as it looks. You Can't just throw anybody in there. If that were the case, why didn't Trey Lance work out? Uh, why did they move on from Jimmy Garoppolo? It doesn't just you can't just throw anybody in there. You can you're fortunate it, both things can be true. You can be fortunate to be in a great situation, but also be mm-hmm. worthy of of holding that position, it's like uh, I, I remember years ago. Uh, you remember the the writer? Uh, shout out Sports Illustrated, <laughs> Rustin Power, Sports Illustrated, what it used to be. But remember Gary Smith?
2: You're, yeah. You're, Gary Smith on Sports yeah, Illustrated. Of course, of course. So one of the goats.
3: I remember talking to a a, a sports writer friend of mine years ago. Because Gary Smith just wrote these, these deep profiles that, that nobody else mm-hmm. could really access that level of profile. And like you say, right. a, a devastating Pat, reporter, Pat, a Pat devastating Summitt,
2: writer. Pat Summit Pat going into labor on a recruiting trip type thing.
3: Yeah, I mean, he, he, yeah. he combined great reporting, great writing, and just put it together yeah. like nobody else. I remember a sports writer friend of mine saying years ago, well, if I had all the time that Gary Smith does, to work on those stories. Yeah. After that. So, no, you can't. Yeah. No, you can't. Stop yeah. it. No, you can't
1: yeah. do that. Yeah. I'll
3: give you yeah. more time than Gary Smith to do it. I'll give you more time. I'll give you Gary yeah. Smith's notes, but right. you can't. So it's it's right. it's disrespectful, just because we think the team is loaded, and the team is San Francisco is loaded. They just you throw somebody into Brock Purdy position. Brock Purdy, like he's just like some replacement level quarterback. And he's doing what anybody else in that position can do. And I may have uh, got him caught up in that because of my uh, antipathy
2: toward the San Francisco 49ers. It was unfair. Sure, Sure. He's a good quarterback. No, no, he is. What you cannot say after yesterday when it comes to Brock Purdy is that the Niners don't win because of him. You can't say it after these playoffs that the Niners don't win because of him. Um, That he's just along for the ride. You can't. You can't. So I I, I appreciate your, uh, I appreciate you coming around fully onto this Brock Purdy thing. Um, so fantastic comeback. I mean, all of a sudden Kyle Shanahan teams got you right where they want you (laughs) when they're, when they're trailing, you know what I mean? (laughs) Um, but I think we got to talk about the lions, the official team brother from another. And, you know, I, I was emotionally conflicted yesterday, Michael. Um, you know, I kind of missed the Eagles because that would have made it easy for me. If if your Eagles would have would have would have held up their end of the bargain, that would have made it easy for me yesterday. But my uh, my rooting interests were were um, were quite aligned because on one hand we have the official team, a brother from another. Even though, yeah, sure. Did I think that the Lions curse would rear its ugly head two weeks ago against Matthew Stafford's Rams? Yes, I did. But I got enough equity. And credibility when it comes to these Detroit Lions to take a to get a mulligan on that. You know, I, I, I get a pass for that. I get a pass for that. So the Lions and we call this like somewhere in the middle of the season. The, like the Lions, we're going to go to the Super Bowl out of the NFC. Mm. And we were and we Man. were halfway there, Michael. We were literally halfway there. Halfway um, there. And we knew and we knew they were not going to back down, that the Lions had no fear, that they were not cowardly Lions, that they had no fear of anybody, including San Francisco. We got the, we got the performance from Detroit for the most part that we expected. So the official team for Brother from Another on one hand, and on the other hand, obviously, for purposes of this year's program, my San Francisco 49ers, which they were really my 49ers vis-a-vis your Eagles, but yeah, okay, whatever. You guys weren't yeah, up to yeah. the challenge. Yeah, that didn't work out. Um, yeah, that didn't quite work out. Um, but anyway, the Lions, uh, shout out to Dan Campbell because it's like it's easy to like be true to yourself in the regular season and be who you are in the regular season. and be who you are unapologetically, for a lot of people until it's time to maybe apologize. Yeah. And Dan Campbell made no apologies for dancing with who brung him, for sticking to who he's always been. And I appreciate it. And if I got any criticism for Dan Campbell when it comes to, uh, to being aggressive, it's not going for it twice on fourth down in the second half. It's not eschewing a potential game-tying field goal and going for it on fourth down. Honestly, my only gripe with Dan Campbell, I was shocked he didn't go for the touchdown before halftime. That was the biggest surprise for me. When they were, ah. when they were in close and he settled for that field goal, I just knew that man was going to try to go for the dagger through the heart. I just knew that man was going to say, no, we came here, we, we, we did not come here to play it safe. I'm not taking the points, I'm taking your heart. And I'm not second guessing him because the traditional call is to take the points in that situation. And I understood right, why he did it. Right. But that didn't seem like a Dan Campbell call to me. That seemed like somebody may have talked him out of that. A Dan Campbell call would have been to go for the touchdown and make it 28 to 7 as opposed to 24 to 7 before the half. That's my only criticism of Dan Campbell. But let me make sure I get this right, because I, I read it this morning and I want to and I want to I want to, uh, I want to cite it. This year, well, not this year, I beg your pardon. Not this year. Is it this year? Oh, yeah, it is this year. 17 of 24 downs that required three yards or fewer this season. The Lions had converted. 17 out of 20. They happened to go 0 for 2 ne- uh, yesterday. They happened to go 0 for 2 yesterday. So, like, Dan Campbell didn't lose in that game. Dan Campbell was Dan con- Dan Campbell. The players at some point got to make plays. They didn't make plays. We saw the Josh Reynolds drop. You know, uh, Jared Goff was off target. There were there were other plays to be made besides those fourth downs. But I love the Lions being themselves all the way up until the end. All the way up until being their aggressive selves because that was the only way they were going to win this game was was being the same team that they had been all the way through. It just didn't go their way. But I got like Detroit should be proud. I'm not saying it's a participation trophy. Oh, I it think hurts. The Lions. No, but the Lions have graduated oh. from that. The Lion, the Lions have graduated from being a cute story and just happy to be here. Like they have yes. championship medal and DNA. So this okay. is disappointing. Two, like you said, two things can be true. This is disappointing. This is the, this is tied for the largest blown lead in the NFC Championship game history. Seventeen points. This stings. This will this will be a day that will live in infamy in Detroit but they can still be proud of this team for the season that they had, the turnaround that they've had, and the fact that they went down swinging.
3: I can't be proud in January. I can't be proud in February, especially when you watch the Super Bowl. When you, when you, you live in Detroit, you're going to watch the Super Bowl. You're going to watch San Francisco and Kansas City in the Super Bowl, and the sting will come back. It'll come, it will come back to you. You'll think you're moving on. It will come back. It will. That's pride effing with you. Okay, <laughs> it's just gonna <laughs> haunt you for a long time. But yeah. it's really gonna mess with you. I can't be proud in March. Maybe on draft day, it, it it will dissipate a bit. Michael, I I would. Oh, I just feel for the Lions fans. If
2: we talked about this, we did a whole Ford. show. We did a whole show devoted to this. Was it two weeks ago? About just fans. And, 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 and the fan experience, right? If they had lost 40 to 7, okay, and then you could go
3: same old Lions. If they don't show up, if San Francisco jumps them, gets a 21-point first quarter, they're down 35 to 10 or something like that, 35 to 3 at halftime, just something crazy, you say, okay, same old Lions. But the three-win team. Well, you can still Dan say Campbell's same old First Lions.
2: season. I mean, some, some would still I, I say that. that. Some would say that it will. wouldn't be
3: the Lions that be the one but team the to lose this.
2: Some would say that. <laughs>
3: They'll say it. They'll say it, but the expectation, the expectation is not same old Lions. The three-win team that, uh, uh, in, uh, from season one for Dan Campbell. Okay, three wins. That was an impressive. Nine wins. They got everybody excited in year two. And then year three, they had the same record as the 49ers. Yes, the game was in San Francisco. It very easily could have been in Detroit if the officials had gotten it right in Dallas with the whole two-point fiasco. They're both 12-5 and teams playing for the NFC Championship. So the expectation was for the Lions to go from being cute and cuddly, you got your two wins at home, now it's time to take care of business. Dan Campbell didn't lose in that game. They melted down. It was a meltdown. It wasn't the fourth down. They melted down. If you think about it, I'm watching him say, I can't believe they're all melting down. Josh Reynolds, you got to catch. There are two drops from Josh Reynolds. It's not the fourth Mm. down. It's not the decision to go for it. The decision decision was good. Dan Campbell once said, Michael, uh, we played it on the show. I think uh, after one of their, maybe they clinched the division. He's in their uh, post-game locker room. I love Detroit's uh, locker room after victories. And he said, you know what this tells me? We got the right dudes. We got the right dudes on this team. Yesterday, the right dudes melted down. What? We talking about Dan Campbell. It's the players. Jameer Gibbs. I'm sorry. I don't care what Greg Olsen says. Oh, he had it in the wrong hand. You can't fumble. It's, it's 24-17. Well, he was, well, he was you know you're and, trying was, to calm trying yourself to do down. Much. You're trying to do too much. And And you're fumbling. Reynolds... The, the, the drops, I mean, just such, like the whole team, the, games the, the, open the bad tackling yeah. that you're making a play, you got a play and the ball hits off your helmet. Like, yeah, that it was an entire team meltdown. In that sense, it was the same old lions because they had control of the game and they didn't know what to do with it. And maybe what Campbell could have done, had nothing to do with fourth down. Maybe what he and his coaches could have done is just gone to the players and be like, look, here are the stakes. Okay, with I think it was like with 22 minutes left in the game. So seven minutes left in the in the third quarter. Still had to lead. You got to lead. Calm your ass down. We're trying to go to the Super Bowl and I don't need you to do this. I don't need you to make a play in like 10 plays at once. I don't need you to do it. I don't need you to do it. We just need to be calm. We're better than this team. We
2: can run at will. We
3: go for it on fourth down because
2: we Wait, believe
3: in our scheme. This
2: is you this Calm is you down. in character, right? But this is you in yes. character. This, we're be, that, that we're better than this team part, right? I just, I just want to be clear. That's is Dan Campbell yeah, yeah. talking. And character. Okay, in character. Okay, because cool. they're not All better. Right. I just want to be clear. Well, that's the thing. Because they're that's not better. That's the bad. thing. They were not the better team. And I'm not making excuses for Detroit. It was their game to win. Okay? But I guess because they're the official team of brother from another and you and I have been in love with this build and this story and this organization for the last three years, we have seen the vision. It's really hard for me to for me to see this thing as anything other than half full. Uh, I, some have accused me of being an internal optimist. I am optimistic when it comes to the Lions, because I think this is the beginning, not the end. I don't think this is their only shot at this. Um, and now I know there are no guarantees. I know plenty of teams have gotten this far only to never see it again. Hell, it was their first NFC Championship appearance in forever. They just had their first home playoff game in, in forever. They haven't won an, a championship in a lifetime. I know Lions fans are sick of, you know, wait till next year. I know I know they're sick of that. I know they felt like their time was now that this was the team. I get all of that, but this just does not strike me as a flash in the pan. Is why I'm optimistic about this. Look, Jared Goff is, is always going to be Jared Goff. But as Dan Campbell said just a week ago, or, or two weeks ago, you're fucking good enough for Detroit. <laughs> you know when he gave him the game ball. Yeah. You know. Talk about Jared. This Goff. is a, yeah. this is yeah. right. This is a team that their rookie class led helped lead them this far. Whether it was Gibbs, whether it was Campbell, whether it was Laporta, LaPorta. whether it was Branch. I mean, great, like, like great. This team. This great team traffic. is so young and ascending. Until I don't look at this as their window opened and closed all at the same time. You know, I think Brad Holmes and Dan Campbell, even if they lose Ben Johnson and Aaron Glenn, I still think they have the infrastructure, the system to to have staying power. Um, Okay. so 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 that's why I'm not that's why the sky isn't falling for me in Detroit. Today, as because you, you ain't know, there, a fan of this story. No, because I'm not. That's guy Because because I, because you, I haven't lived it. Because you're, <laughs> you're under different
3: you're skies today.
2: I'm under different skies. You're not under that. I haven't lived You're not it. under a Michigan sky. I, I have the. You're absolutely right. I have the the benefit. It's very convenient because I can come and go as I please. I don't live and die with the lions. I Ooh. can like the lions and love the story, but I don't live and die with them. I, you know, I, I, I didn't go to Mumford High. You know, like I I love Eight Mile, but that's about as close as I get to Eight Mile as the movie. I get <laughs> all of that. This is real easy for Michael Smith to say from cushy Connecticut, but nonetheless, I, I see a I see a young team that is not done that is just getting started. And I think that's the message mm. that whether you're Dan Campbell or whether you're Brad Holmes, whether you are once once you get over this hurt, you're like, yo, let's get back to work. Let's get back to work because they're not look many not the first team to suffer disappointment in the playoffs. But like, you know what's interesting but I know about they're not. But you know what's interesting about the NFL versus like say the NBA conversation and the NBA. when We talk about the playoffs. We almost never expect teams that haven't been there before to break through overnight. We almost always right. say you got to suffer from di- some disappointment. You got to go through, you know, uh, some setbacks, some heartbreak, some heartache before you eventually get over the hump without fail, whether it's an individual superstar or whether it's a team. We, we never expect the team to skip a step to take the elevator to the success. They got to take the stairs. Right. Why in the NFL which I know stands for not for long. I know you know it's it's, mm. it's built for parity. It's built to turnover. It's it's, yep. it's built for teams to go from worst to first. I get all of that, but why don't we ever look at it as like okay, this team will be back. There's no guarantees that they'll be back. There's a difference in what I, there's nuance here. But why can't we why can't we see the bright side of this? Like yo, the Lions went from three wins to, to nine uh, to to nine wins to division to champion, first home player, like an NFC championship game, and had a 24-7 lead. Like they had a 24-7 oh, lead. Like oh, don't if, say you, if you, you want to stop, stop being the <laughs> same old Lions, if you want to stop oh. being same old Lions, stop looking at things through the prism of you choked, but look at it through the prism of well, we have what the state to something. begin with to choke on. I you know, love you. You're not buying this? You're not buying this? You're not buying, I love you're not, you, man. You're not buying what I'm you know selling? this. Yeah, you know, buying what I'm selling, it's about the, so much on, it's about you. the you journey, not the destination, because oh, when they win this thing next <laughs> year, when they win this thing next okay. year, when they uh, win it next year, they're gonna look back at this moment as a watershed moment. They're gonna look at it as way for it, an inflection point in lions history. They're gonna look at this. I'm, yeah, I'm believing my own bullshit right now. They are going yeah. to look at this as a watershed moment. They got like which hey, there's a gleam men. There's a gleam. Uh, There's a a gleam.
3: (laughs) He never won it either. His team's never won it either. Uh, Shout out, Marty. Rest in power. But makes me want to holler, throw up both my hands and not for a touchdown. (laughs) Just throw up both my (laughs) hands. Listen, Michael, yes, they were sending all this stuff, but from all the comebacks, the better team won. So let me just be clear. Better team won this game. But for all the championship game comebacks that we've seen, all of those happen because of self-inflicted damage from the losing team. Whether it's 28-3 Patriots-Falcons, whether it's the Buffalo Bills coming back against the Houston Oilers, self-inflicted. There's like a litany of stupid things, of dumb things that the losing team does and you say to yourself as it's happening, hey, as long as they do this, they have enough to hold on, and they don't do it. They don't do it. And so, yes, the 49ers are better, but what's so painful for the Detroit Lions and their fans, on all of Michigan, even way up there, even way up there, in, in northern Michigan, what's so painful for them is that they had it and they blew yeah. it. They're young. Yeah. They're talented. They they've come a long way. This is the way. story.
2: This is the story. They got to go existence. through it to get to it, but they
1: had it. Been
2: Br- they've been Charlie Brown with the football. They've been Charlie Brown with the football, but I'm challenging, I am challenging Lions fans to repent, which means to change your mind. And part of being not being the same old Lions is not looking at things the way you've always looked at it. This was not a setback. Okay. This was a setup. Okay. I'm preaching today. I don't know who needed to hear that. Be this preaching. is not a setback. This is a setup. I'm walking out. All right. I'm walking out of church. <laughs> you walking. You <laughs> walking, don't, ain't dropping nothing in the collection plate. You getting up in the middle <laughs> he of the ain't sermon preaching. walking out.
3: He ain't preaching to me. I'm out. <laughs> oh my
2: God. <laughs> <I'm out. laughs> oh man. That's always the most awkward thing. And not even with the Baptist finger. You're not even walking out like you're going to the fellowship hall or the bathroom. You're just getting up and nah. walking out because you right. heard some stuff that you Get fundamentally disagree stuff. with. you gathering <laughs> it up. Okay, come on. Come on, we go. Are you, at, are, you, are you at least walking down the side aisle or are you walking down the center aisle where the choir comes in for the pastor's anniversary service? You're walking down the middle aisle where everybody can see you? <laughs> I'm down the middle. I'm walking down the middle. Oh, man. All right. Man, that's just with a scowl on my, with a scowl on my face. <laughs> There's some Lions fan out there that is hearing what I'm saying. That is proud of this yeah, that's team true. today. That's right. You know who you know who they I'm are. I'm talking as a Saints fan. I'm talking as a Saints fan that I've told this story a million times. I tell you, that divorced here. that team as a teenager because that those '90s Saints teams, those early '90s Saints teams, used to do the same shit in the playoffs repeatedly at home. So I, I get it. I'm not talking of like you want a preacher who's been through some stuff when you have a That's pastor, right. You want you. Want, you want your pastor. That's right. Preach from a place of inexperience. You, you ain't never done this preacher. To... Well, yes, I have. So I am preaching. Exactly. For, I've been. I've been where you've been. I have been exactly where you've been. I know what you're going through right now. I know what you're feeling if you're in Detroit right now. I know. Hey, I, I'll I tell know. you who hears you. Can I tell you who hears you? Mm. The Lions fan who just got on board.
3: Lions fan who was excited by, you know, the kneecaps, you're going to take you out. We gonna bite your kneecaps.
2: I don't they care. You got, team. Team. Yeah. You, you, you got one ass team. Yeah, you got one ass team. We still go kick your ass that, that, that they one. become a, okay. a they become a national team. They really have they, the They've last, grown their fan base.
3: Yeah, the last few years, the, the casuals, yeah. they come in. They're new. Yeah. They're new. Yeah. They, they don't they're know not about all old school, concentrated to Lions. Michigan. Right. Yeah, like you mentioned even some like fairly recent names. You mentioned Robert Porsche. They don't know about Robert Porsche. You mentioned Chris, no. Spielman. Don't know don't know Chris Spielman. They don't know about Chris Spielman. They don't know about Brett Perryman. Yeah. They don't
2: know. They don't they know, know Spielman's playing for the team. <laughs> right. Yeah, Lomas Brown. Shout out Lomas Brown. Right. They don't just know about they Wayne do. Fonts. You know, Wayne Fonts. Scott Mitchell. That's a good one. That means nothing to most people nowadays. I means nothing to most people nowadays. No, I I, I do Herman think Herman Moore, team has remember a Herman Moore? Scott
3: Mitchell? Herman Moore? They had a squad. They were good. Nice little squad.
2: Oh yeah, and I and, and so yeah, no, this is this this team has a I think they have the foundation in place and I think they've changed their internal mindset to where yeah. I don't think this is a team that's like just one and done in terms of making a playoff run. I, I do think we'll hear more from the Lions. I think they'll get better. Like listen, and they there there were, were some flaws. There were some weaknesses in this with this team. Um uh specifically when it comes to pass defense. Like they got some they still have personnel upgrades that need to be made in some areas. How about some pass catcher?
3: Are, How about catching?
2: Catch
3: <laughs> catch uh, catch. Ooh. And then, and then to see him. Look, now I I know I I shouldn't get into body language, um, but after one of the drops, one of the critical drops, like I just don't want to see you smiling. <laughs> I don't want to see you smile. I want to see you like, I just want to see a little pain. And 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 Reynolds is smiling on the sideline after one of those drops. He's talking about it, like how he could have had it. I don't want you talking about the position, the angle. Or like Don't even try to even subtly blame it on Jared Goff. Just catch the damn ball. Twice, catch the ball. Ooh, that's a tough one. You know, Mike, I know uh, we're both fans of Marvel movies. And I don't know if we've had this conversation before. Like a character or... Um, I, 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 Hero a hero that is like your favorite I mean there's so many to choose from but is there somebody you're really partial to if you go over whether it's Marvel or not is there like a superhero you look at and say that's my guy and if so who is it
2: yeah Um, well it depends on the context Uh, if you're talking about uh, the Marvel Cinematic Universe um, I would say that would be Iron Man Seeing so as Tony Stark and I have a lot in common, um, oh, oh yeah, of course. If you're talking about, yeah, yeah. If you're talking about, Mar- if you're you talking know, about Marvel versus Capcom back in the day, you know, in the arcade, I used to do work with Wolverine. Okay, <laughs> I'm the best in the business at what I do. Um, and if you're talking about DC, it's Batman. So, because that's two things. One, I got a lot in common with genius billionaire playboy philanthropists. Uh, of course, or, you or do. Detectives, and then that's what everybody the says other about one you. Is, i also like arguing with people uh, who like to say that because he's not a norse god or because he wasn't infected by gamma radiation or because he wasn't bitten by a radioactive spider somehow tony stark doesn't qualify as a superhero or batman is not a superhero even though batman is the leader of the justice league like you can't be the leader and strategist of the justice league and not be qualified as a. Superhero. That's what I'm saying. Like, I don't care if he from he's Krypton or not. Oh yeah, it's a like, right. on like He's a superhero. Why? Because this group. If you're doing the same job, you know, <laughs> and that means you're a superhero. And he's fighting Darkseid the same way Superman is. Okay. Leadership thank is a for, gift. Thank you for Leadership asking. Leadership is a gift. Yeah. Thank you for asking. You can't. It's, it's
4: tough
3: it's to here. manage but this of group. It's up here. If you can manage right. them, so Batman is a good one. But I like what I like the first one you said. Iron Man, Iron Man, Tony yeah. Stark, who had the, the, the brains, the brains, you know, went, went, uh, went to school right down the street, MIT, uh, right across the river here uh, in, in Boston from where, uh, where I am right now. But Iron Man has a answer for everything. There's an answer for everything. Sometimes it doesn't work, but most of the time it does. And that's how I see the Kansas City Chiefs and their leader. Oh, man. Patrick Mahomes. There's an answer man, oh man. for everything. So, if you want to go early Patrick Mahomes, now you got to dice up his career. Like, if you say, hey, Patrick, I'm a big fan. If you go up you meet Patrick Mahomes say, Mahomes, I'm a, I'm a big fan, he can say to you, what era, Taylor Swift, what era are you uh, are you a <laughs> fan of? Because early in my career, I was seen as a guy who just fling it all over the park and 50 touchdowns and... Hey, I, I'm explosive now in my career. I understand what the assignment is week to week, and I understand what I have. I have a great defense, so there are times that I have to lead. I have to lean on not Tyreek Hill. Tyreek Hill is gone. Uh, uh-huh. I got to, and not all the time. Travis Kelsey. Sometimes it's Isaiah. First Isaiah Pacheco, mm-hmm. <laughs> right behind me. So mm-hmm. he'll. They, they, they were running the ball yesterday. They ran the ball last week uh, against, uh, against Buffalo. They only scored 17 points and the Ravens must look at this and say, we have a great defense. We gave up 17 points at the crib, the conference championship game. Uh, we pretty much shut them down in the second half. We didn't allow much and we still lost. Why? Because the Kansas City Chiefs just have a little bit more. I said this before, Mike. They got a little bit more than you do. Their gift is they just have a little bit more than you do. They don't have to have 10 times as much, twice as much, just a little bit more. Yesterday, a little bit more plays, a little bit more restraint, a little bit more just situational awareness, and that's why they're going to the Super Bowl for the fourth time In the last five years. Patrick Mahomes, also known as Iron Man.
2: Or you can go Thanos. They're inevitable. I I don't know how they're here. I don't know how they're here. Like, this was not... This was not supposed to be another appearance for them. Like, with all the problems they've had offensively, specifically at the wide receiver position... Because last year... You know, with Eric Viennese still as the OC, they overcame, they became a different offense and not only overcame Tyreek Hill's departure, but reinvented themselves and in some ways became even more dangerous. This year, it looked like that absence had caught up to him. Like, ah, uh, yeah, about, about that not having a bona fide number one receiver. Yeah, uh, you know, is Travis Kelsey done? Is he cooked? On 11 catches for 116 yards. Most receptions. In NFL playoff history passing Jerry Rice like the Taylor Swift stuff I'm okay with the Taylor all right, sidebar sidebar because I haven't talked to you in a while I'm good with the Taylor Swift stuff I'm good with I'm good I'm good with the cutaways to Taylor Swift it's Taylor Me Swift too. why would you not cut away to Taylor Swift and if you don't right. understand why they're cutting away to Taylor Swift then you're probably not into Taylor Swift and I'm saying that as somebody who's not into Taylor Swift but I understand those that aren't to Taylor Swift. I understand a global phenomenon that is Taylor Swift. Like, That's right. if, Beyonce were, if Beyonce weren't if Beyonce were married to Jay-Z, and she were in the booth, okay, and she was dating Isaiah Pacheco, yeah. more Beyonce. <laughs> <laughs> I, would, I would not be like, oh, <laughs> yeah. I'm sick of, yes, of seeing Beyonce. It's like, you know, and, and, I'm, and I'm, not, I'm not picking one or the other. Okay, I don't want this to be, you know, confused. I'm just simply saying, I get it. What I don't like, I hope we don't have to see or hear anything else about is a swag surfing. That made me throw up in my mouth. I just I really hope that there's no more Taylor Swift, Kansas City Chiefs, swag surfing or swag surfing conversation or swag surfing <laughs> think pieces or memes moving forward. That said, this is not supposed to be their year. I just I I, I cannot believe that the Kansas City Chiefs, because people are comparing them in that inevitability, in that resourcefulness, uh, in that versatility to the dynastic Patriots. And I cannot believe that the Chiefs went from the 2007, even I know they didn't win, the 2007-ish or late Brady Patriots at the beginning of the Patrick Mahomes era to the 2003, 2004 Patriots at this point in the Patrick Mahomes era. Do you follow what I'm saying? That's right. Like they had yeah. become a a ball control defense. Running game. Physical football team. They reversed like, it. They, like they reversed it. They reversed. They, 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 reversed, they, they, they reversed the whole Patriot. They went, they went from the a Patriot team timeline, right? right. They, yeah. they were the Eagle timeline. I love it. They went from like, oh, just don't let him throw it over your head make him have to check it down, make him have to be patient, make them have to matriculate the ball down the field, rest in peace Hank Stram, to like, okay, cool, that's how you want to play, that's how you want us to play, we'll play that way. And in, with Patrick Mahomes sprinkling in the use of his legs that they like to say. I love when, they, I love when people say, use your legs. What's wrong with run? I, I wish I could send so many people the elements of style, strunk and white, the elements right. of style. When did we start saying, use your legs? How about just run? Yes, please. But anyway, please. nonetheless, hey, I, hey, I can I Can I, just, just, just a little nerd,
3: just a little nu- nerd plug. No, go ahead. I go always ahead. I need say, to appreciate that. Elements of Style, the most important little book in America. I reread it like twice a year. Please do it.
2: Yeah. Please do it. Yeah. Even
3: though some yeah. of the references are dated, they, he, you know, they're talking about word processors in there and, and things yeah. of that nature. Yeah. However, it's still... The principles remain, yes, run,
2: instead of use your legs, <laughs> run. Right. So anyway, Patrick always using his legs. So simple. Um, yeah, so um, now I just, again, I root for good stories. And it's a great story, I mean, it's a great story objectively, not for the rest of the league because, and I've invoked this reference before. You know, one of my favorite um, films is, uh, is Troy. Um, it's always I, I was I've always been a Troy guy. The Troy, 300 Gladiator. That's always been my rankings when it comes to that genre, um, of film. And at the end, uh, Odysseus' character. I know a lot of people don't like Troy because you know, like academics are like, it's nothing like the Iliad. It's like it is it, it is not historically accurate. I get it. It's not historically accurate, but it's still nonetheless entertaining. Okay, and there's a lot of good hey academics. Let's ones.
3: have some fun. Let's have some fun. <laughs> so, okay, one we of have fun? at
2: the, at the end of like it, fun? you know, at the end of it, when, you know, they're lighting Achilles uh, funeral pyre. I mean, they're having, the, you know, the funeral games for everybody uh, at the end of the Trojan War. The narrator, uh, Odysseus, Uh, Played by Brandon Bean, who uh, not not Brandon Bean—that's the GM of (laughs) the—that's the GM of the of the Bills. No, um, Buffalo Bills, yeah, yeah, Brian Bean, I believe is his name, who also played uh, uh, Ned Stark in in Game of Thrones. Uh, He says, "Tell them I lived in the time of Achilles." Uh, And I've used this before when it comes to Patrick Mahomes—that we're living in the time of Patrick Mahomes. Um, But now I'ma go, you know, '90s Michael Jordan like, it feels like Lamar Jackson and Josh Allen, they were born at the wrong time. Maybe they're, maybe they're the NFL. Thank you. Patrick, Patrick Ewing and Carl Malone. That's what I've you been know, screaming. Reggie Miller. Like, like oh, yes. sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry to be stealing, stealing your lines in, but it's just No, like, no.
3: And I, 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 no. not even stealing. I'm, I'm happy to hear oh. you say it because I feel like oh. it's the same thing. Well, you know, I said to Mike Hill last week, he was like, hey, well, other guys, you know, Isaiah got by Larry and all this stuff. He said, look, With all respect to Larry, Larry Bird's... oh you said oh you said this last week
2: oh you said last last week you said said oh last week yeah okay why honestly I did not hear you say that and I'm sure we're the first but I'm just saying comparison yeah but but I like this though I like
3: this because hey you you you're saying it in a a different way and a better way because Larry Larry Bird was one of the baddest dudes in the history of the NBA I put him in my top ten you don't want to put him in your top ten put him in your top fifteen but Jordan is no lower than two for you. Yeah. He's probably your one. He's most people's one. And so Oh, it's Sean it's Sean, going Bean. Against
2: Sean Bean. Thank you, Gary. Sean Bean. Thank you. I knew it was Bean. Sean Bean, yeah. appreciate it. Hey. way to be on the spot? You try to take the Ned Stark. Shout out to Ned Stark. You try to take Sorry, the Michael, crown.
3: No, I'm saying you try to take the crown from Isaiah Thomas or Magic right. or Larry. It's challenging. It's difficult. But you're taking the crown from one of the best or maybe the best to ever play it. It's impossible. It's impossible. Now, crown. That doesn't mean you can't get by him because Tom Brady, as great as he was, Tom Brady, he lost three Super Bowls. So he lost lost conference championship games. I saw him lose. I saw him stumble and fumble and throw interceptions in big games. But... In the era of Achilles, the era of Mahomes, the era of Jordan, the era of Brady, more often than not, you're going to come up short. So Josh Allen, Lamar Jackson, join the stand over there. Stand over there in line. Jimmy Garoppolo is over there right now. Jalen Hurts is over there right now. They can tell you stories. They got testimonials. that yeah. A lot of people, how it looks one way on paper, but when you see them up close and you experience it, it's just hard to describe. You had to be there. And Patrick Was, Mahomes is becoming well, one of those had to be there quarterbacks.
2: Well, and you had to watch yesterday's game. Because you'll look back at, at history and see 30 of 39 for 241 yards, one touchdown pass, and then six carries for 15 yards in a 17 to 10 victory, and think he didn't do anything special. What's the big right? deal? You know, right. but you know what he, but you know what he did? You know what he did? You know what he did? (laughs) He managed the game. (laughs) He, he, He managed the game. He managed the game. Okay? That's what he did. He was a system quarterback operating within a system that allowed them to run the ball as they needed to, when they needed to. I mean, they, they didn't, you know, I don't think they gassed the Ravens per se, but they were effective enough running the ball, controlling the ball, okay? A defense that held the presumptive soon-to-be two-time MVP to 10 points. Mm. So he did what he had to do. When he had to do it, how he had to do it. Ain't nothing wrong with that. The system. I go back to Brock Purdy. It's the system, Like Andy Reid, okay? Brett Veach. Like, this organization, the Hunt family. Like, it's a system. And ain't nothing yeah. wrong with him thriving and driving and being the centerpiece of this system. You know? There's nothing wrong with that. Shout out to Steve Spagnola. Okay? Shout out to Spags. And Spags, we trust, as he was saying yesterday. Because um, it's, it's not just Mahomes. It's, he's got the... the. I don't even want to call him the greatest receiving tight end because that, that seems to diminish Gronk's receiving ability, but he's the greatest receiving end of all time. We have more catches than Jerry Rice in postseason history. You're the greatest receiving titan of all time. He's not the greatest end of all time. That's Gronk because you have to block as well. And I'll put a Gronk as number one still, but greatest receiving end of all time is Travis Kelsey. Um, sorry Antonio Gates and, and the like. Um, or even Tony lot Gonzalez. Of, Antonio Gates. Yeah, there's Tony a lot of, yeah, you know, right. There's a lot love. of them. And that's just the modern guys. Uh, shout out to Keller Winslow. John Mackey. Right, there you yeah. go. Award named after Honor. him. Um, so, yeah, I mean, it's, 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 a, it's a, it was a, it was a team, it's a team accomplishment. Like, they all are. You don't go to four Super Bowls in five years because you're dragging subpar talent. Even though I thought it was poetic, very poetic, that he iced this game, completing a deep shot At the end of the MBS. game, right? Yeah, right? I mean, it's like, it's like, of course. Like, you can't script this.
3: Hey, can I give you another one? Can I give you another, uh, yeah. uh a, a shout out that's just that, you know, nobody at home, uh, well, very few people at home would even, like, don't even recognize his name. Uh, Dion Bush. Dion Bush got the interception. <laughs> Dion Bush got the interception uh, yeah. in the end zone. And I love the people. Really, I've been fortunate to work with some great people uh, in my career. Just a blessing to work with tons and tons of great people. And last week, I sent my friend Amina Smith, who works at NBC Sports Boston, Mm -hmm. Went to the University of Miami where she met her husband, Deion Bush. And I sent her a text last week. I said, I I think because he came into the game early in the game, Jim Nance, Deion Bush. in." I said, oh, shout out. I sent her a text. he's Mm -hmm. about to get an interception. He's going to get an interception. She said, I hope so. Didn't happen. They win the game. Yesterday, Deion Bush in the game gets an interception. So good for him. Good for the family, man. This is a guy who has been grinding his whole career. As I said, went to Miami, spent a lot of time with the Bears playing in in dime packages and nickel packages on special teams gets into the game yesterday because of an injury for the second week in a row and comes up big with a play that pretty much ended Baltimore season. So I'm happy for Amina and happy for uh, for Dion.
2: No, that's no, that's good stuff. I'm actually like, you know, um, but you yeah, the Chiefs are a good story. I, I'm, not, I'm not bored by them. I hope, I hope people aren't bored by them because when some, I, I'm, I'm big on reinvention.
4: Who doesn't love a classic chocolate chip cookie? Famous Amos has been making them since the 70s, 1975 to be exact. With semi-sweet chocolate chips and a satisfying crunch, it's everything classic in one bite-sized cookie. And fans couldn't get enough. That's right. You'll find our original recipe, the one you know and love, in every bag of Famous Amos original chocolate chip cookies. Find Famous Amos anywhere you buy your favorite snacks.
0: The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So, set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand.
1: It's hard not to add a side of hot, crispy hash browns to your favorite McDonald's breakfast. It's even harder not to eat said hash browns before you get home. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba
2: and evolution, and when they're not bored,
3: they just want to see him go down. (laughs) They just want to see him go down, and uh, this is this is what happens. It's probably it's probably not going to happen. I know you. We we don't have to do this. We don't have to do this yet. I just think it's not going to happen on February 11th. Okay, they they will lose. Uh, They they do they, they do they do bleed. Uh, they, they are they are human, um, uh-huh. but they're not going to lose on February. I just I think it's funny that they're already installed as underdogs. Why? Why? <laughs> Why are they underdogs? All the things you just said about Patrick Mahomes
2: no, I, and the chiefs listen, dude, the things I said they were. Uh, yeah, listen, I, I don't know. San Francisco has been the better team this season, but after Patrick Mahomes, well, that don't even count as an underdog. See, I ain't even, you bitching about one point. No. That's not, no, it wasn't. <laughs> that's not. That, the initial, that's the latest. And open at the two and a half? Because the initial was two and a half. Well, OK. It was two well, and well, a half. Like you, well, well, just like you told me, just like you told me that I don't have to do this now. We don't have to get up in arms about the odds because they're going to move in it. the next. they going to move. They're going to move. move. We but don't okay. have to do it. It opened at two and a half, and, and, I don't, and what changed? What changed, and <laughs> now it's one. I don't understand how they do this. I'll leave this to, you. to My bet your money. The betters, okay, there you go. The betters got so nothing. because they, right. So they got so it's got nothing to do with the team. And when I say when I say what changed, I'm not talking about like what moves the line. I'm saying the makeup of these teams have not changed in 12 hours. So this is completely this is a completely subjective guessing game exercise. There may be some science to it, but the makeup of these teams and what these teams have done to get to this point has not changed in the last 12 hours. Okay. So you still when I'm getting. Mm, Well, just just real quick, when you you said, I I like
3: your point about the system. When you talk about system quarterbacks, you mention everybody. You don't just mention the quarterback, but, you know, coordinators, uh, supporting cast, ownership. System is means organization to me. Well, using using that that standard, do you still think San Francisco is a better team
2: than Kansas City? Because I don't. So, okay. So, San Francisco, so yes, no, I, I'm with you on, even though it's one, two and a half, who cares? I'm with you on how do you bet at this point? How do you bet against the Kansas City Chiefs? I understand betting against them even coming into these playoffs based on the regular season they had. San Francisco had a better regular season. They were the better team in the totality of this season. But after Patrick Mahomes just did what he never had to do before, and some wondered whether he could do or the Chiefs did what they haven't done under Patrick Mahomes before, and some wondered whether they could do it, which was go on the road, and not just go on the road and beat anybody, but go on the road to Buffalo and Baltimore. Buffalo Mm. and Baltimore. In keeping with the Chiefs comparison, or excuse me, the Patriots comparison, it's shades of the 2003 Patriots that went through both league MVPs. Uh, en route to the Super Bowl, when they had to when they had to be delayed, Steve McNair and, Patri- and Peyton Manning, en route to the Super Bowl in two thousand and three, um, going into Josh Allen's house and then going into Lamar Jackson's house. That was the best team in the league this year, and emerging victorious. I'm with you. I don't. I do not disagree that it is disrespectful. If you want to, you know, use that word, it is disrespectful to have the defending Super Bowl champions after the role they took in these playoffs as underdogs against a team now this, this, one other since we're talking about pet peeves you're allowed to call this one a rematch even though it's a different quarterback in San Francisco right. and they have different players in different spots and it's, a, it's obviously a different defense in Kansas City you're allowed to call this a rematch because it's only four years ago just, I don't, just don't do the, the whole well yeah it is a long time but it, but it doesn't annoy me the way that a rematch of Super Bowl two would your, <laughs> you Listen, know, you your know, colleague like and that, and that happens way too much. We hey. talked about this. We've talked about this. If it would have been Bengals. 49, It from... would have been a rematch of Super Bowl 23 or Super Bowl 16. You know how that goes. That's all. So I'm okay with the point is they didn't play that long ago when your boy Kyle Shanahan blew a 10-point lead. Okay, <laughs> okay? but Which you like to remind me of but still so, so I agree with you that the Chiefs deserve to be favored. Given their body of work, given the Patrick Mahomes of it all, he's still the best player in the league. I agree that they should be favored. I'm with you. That is disrespectful to install them as underdogs. Your original point. Your, your your Amazon colleague,
3: Richard Sherman, played in that game. That's how long ago that game was. Richard Sherman played in the game. Christian McCaffrey Richard, did not play in that, retired game that game in San long. Francisco.
2: I no, mean, what I'm didn't. saying was just no, like that. No, it's, uh, no, it's no, different. But 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 the, but I the overall, the DNA of these teams is similar enough to where I will allow it to be referred to as a rematch. Is it a literal rematch? No, a literal rematch would be if they played earlier this season. Cause, so I, yeah. I'm not saying they're the exact same. I'm saying I'll allow it. This was just an opportunity to be on my soapbox when it comes to rematch of Super Bowl such and such. When they played a generation ago. That's all. That was just a quick... Aside. But no, the the team can ask you this real quick. Yes, please.
3: Can I ask you something else? What would you do if you were from a parenting standpoint? Because I I really felt myself having parenting moments yesterday. We said all these wonderful Uh things about Kansas City.
4: Who doesn't love a classic chocolate chip cookie? Famous Amos has been making them since the 70s. 1975, to be exact, with semi-sweet chocolate chips and a satisfying crunch. It's everything classic in one bite sized cookie. And fans couldn't get enough. That's right. You'll find our original recipe, the one you know and love, in every bag of Famous Amos original chocolate chip cookies. Find Famous Amos anywhere you buy your favorite snacks.
0: The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand.
1: If you went on a road trip and you didn't stop for a Big Mac or drop a crispy fry between the car seats or use your McDonald's bag as a placemat, then that wasn't a road trip. It was just a really long drive participating McDonald's.
3: I really felt like the parent in Baltimore me rise time. up. The, yeah, yeah, the annoyed parent. The annoyed. Mm. L- listen, man. Listen, listen. This ain't the time to be doing this. Hey, Zay, hey, hey, hey. Why are we doing that? Why are you right. doing that? 15. Oh, you gotta stand over him. embarrassing me in, in the, the street.
2: Park. You're embarrassing <laughs> me in the street right now. Like, 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 please why don't let these people this? think that I'm a bad parent. Like, at least act like you <laughs> right. got some home training. Like I taught operate. you better than that. Yeah. How does that help yes. us? And then, yes. say, not just Zay Flowers, not
3: just Zay Flowers on the, uh, the unsportsmanlike your kid, your conduct. Do kids ever talk
2: back to you in public? Do your
3: kids ever talk back to you in public?
2: I'm sure they do. I'm sure they do. Because what's, interest, what's interesting is we get mad when they talk back to us in public we can't be surprised because I I know what goes on at home it's like I didn't nip this in the bud at home and now I want to act like this is some outlier when it happens in front of other people because because I'm embarrassed and like I I look like a bad parent well yeah I probably am like yeah (laughs) exactly I didn't nip (laughs) so <laughs> this, is, this is what happens at hey, home. So of course, of course, man, they acting like this, and you know, and you start, you start doing like, you start doing like, that. Don't you? Don't, that, do that no no, don't, you yeah. don't you just? Don't you, right. don't you dare do that Because it's, that not, about, about, don't it's don't not about. them. It's not about even the respect factor. It's just don't embarrass me. Don't make me look. Don't embarrass bad. me. That's all but it's me. about. But they're like, yeah.
3: "Well, you embarrassing yeah. us? You embarrassing me? Right. But Jay Flowers. <laughs> Zay Flowers, yeah. not just with the unsportsmanlike conduct, not just like, mm. not for reaching out for the goal line, not just that. That was a great play by Calvin.
2: That was a great play by. That Sneed. was a great play. That was How about one Cal great Van play, Noy? and it was a blunder. Oh yeah, Calvin. Yeah, he knows better. And I, hey, yeah, he, he knows better. You he know what? I've know I've, I've, and I don't. I don't know. I
3: don't know if this is a thing. I just. I just know when I watch all these shows, I watch you know Brit Box, you know all these British shows in Britain. I've seen like when people get into and they get into arguments. I've seen like headbutting is a thing there, like the headbutt yeah. is a yeah. thing. I'm like, oh wow, they're going in for the headbutt. It's not <laughs> like here we like you know a little push and like somebody might try to come up and sneak you there. They put the headbutt in there. So I'm thinking, Calvin Noy. you think you actually go get away with that? It it you be better off pushing, talking your ish. Once you do a headbutt, you know a flag is coming up. Baltimore lost their minds; they, they truly lost their minds yesterday. Kansas City made them lose their minds, and it, it's, it's a subtle difference. But they acted like you know they acted like they hadn't been anywhere before, and they haven't. I, I, I hate to say it, they acted like what their they acted like what
2: Lamar Jackson's record is in the playoffs. So Talk I was about to, to say, I, I, I was just about to say, like, you said a whole lot and you ain't bring up Lamar Jackson. Yep. You said a whole lot and you saved him for the yep. end. And you and, and that was a passing reference at that. Like, mm-hmm. What were you going to say about Lamar Jackson today? Because it's like, and I, I'm going to tell you what I'm not going to say. I'm not going to say that he can't do it in the playoffs. I'm not going to say that he can't win in the playoffs. He hasn't won in the playoffs he hasn't won a Super Bowl that's different from he can't and maybe he just has a misfortune of again living in the time of Achilles maybe yep um, but to me it was more about him and them than it was about Kansas it was both I think in both is I think in both conference championship games the age old was it more about San Francisco or Detroit both was it more about Baltimore uh, or uh, or Kansas City? Both. So, and that's perfect timing. That's stat line from the divisional round against Houston. I found myself yesterday, and I, I don't have the, I don't, I haven't watched the All-22 yet. I haven't studied the film. Uh, Steve Spagnuolo had a fantastic game plan. I'm sure the Chiefs' pass rushers were disciplined in their containment. Um, Maybe Lamar was nursing an injury, but that's, you know, that's no excuse this time of year. Maybe they deployed a spy, even though I think uh, Gay was hurt. Um, I, I found myself missing the old Lamar. And by the old Lamar, to some extent, I mean last week's Lamar. Like, I want to see, like, Lamar Jackson, to me, and it's just, and I may be imagining things. I may be imagining things. Please check me if I'm wrong. But Lamar Jackson, to me, at times, looked yesterday like a guy trying to prove a point. He looked like a guy trying to be somebody. Not that he isn't, because, make no mistake, Lamar Jackson is a quarterback. That quarterback-y, damn all that bullshit, he is a quarterback. That's why we got so incensed yeah. at, the, at the suggestion that he wasn't, or he was less than, somebody else because of his style of play. So he's a quarterback. That term has evolved in its definition. The modern quarterback is different from the traditional pocket passer anyway. But Lamar Jackson is it can be and often is lethal from the pocket. I am all for growth. We talk about this a lot. Growth, evolution. I am all for, um, you know, him developing as a passer, I'm all for them opening up the offense under Todd Munkin and him changing plays at the line of scrimmage and becoming, you know, a more of a well-rounded quarterback than he already is. But I saw somebody yesterday, again, maybe it was my imagination, Michael. Mm. Or maybe people have pointed this out I just haven't seen it. I just felt like I was watching somebody who was hell-bent on winning with his arm, instead of, wait for it, using his legs, who was yeah. hell-bent on winning yeah. from the pocket. Like, I found myself yelling at the screen saying, take off! Take off! Take off, like, right? Or, many times. Or it says, like, like Brock Purdy did. Like, there were so many opportunities, at least, again, for my naked, layman's, you know, eye-in-the-sky TV angle eye uh, perspective, that it just felt like, I'm like, Lamar, like, be Lamar. Be Lamar. Don't be what you think. Don't be what you think they, capital T, want you to be or what you need to be or what you're supposed to be to be legitimized as a quarterback. Like, we're past that. We're past that. Hell, even from a play-calling standpoint, more design runs for Lamar Jackson. Like, he is your best player with the ball in his hands. Yeah, sure, the system... May ask for him to distribute the ball and get it in his playmakers' hands, but I'd rather Lamar Jackson running the ball than trying to get it into Rashad Bateman's hands. I mean, you know, disrespect. You know, I mean to single him out, but like, yeah, he's got some like likely. And Andrews came back, good for him. And Zay Flowers has got a bright future, and Odell can still make plays here and there. But like, I want to see more Lamar taking the game into his hands rather than trying to distribute it into yes. somebody else's. Because he's just sitting back there, like, just, just trying to, like, extend plays, but not extend plays the way he even did with the Zay Flowers touchdown, not extend plays that end with him scrambling enough. It was just like, it was almost like he was trying to force the ball downfield. And as, a, and as an offense, Baltimore's identity over the years has always been, like, run first, you know? Justice Hill and Gus Edwards, and they're not, they're not to be confused with Jameer Gibbs and David Montgomery, but I believe Justin Hill, Justice Hill and Gus Edwards combined for six carries. Like, they, they, it, this was not a blowout when they had to abandon the run. Like, Baltimore is a punch-you-in-the-mouth team, and at their own crib, Kansas City came in, and grinding their feet in Eddie Murphy's couch, and that and that <laughs> it was Kansas City came in and they were a the more physical team. They were a the way more physical I than than Eddie. Their will. You know what I mean? It just it just. Right. But Lamar in particular, I, am I, am I, did you see that or or was I? Yeah, no, I, I, I did. I did. Lamar just felt no, like he was, no, you like he was a, trying to win as a passer instead of being the dynamic player, the, the singular dynamic talent that he is.
3: Look. Look, Lamar Jackson, um, it may have been earlier this year or, or last year, uh, Lamar Jackson appeared on the shop. Uh, it was an episode, LeBron James is on there and, uh, Donald Glover and, and others on that episode. So Lamar Jackson's on there and he was asked, you know, the, 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 I think it was Maverick Carter set up the question to Lamar said, uh, to LeBron, excuse me, um, is there any advice? Because obviously he looks up to you, LeBron. Is there any advice you would give to Lamar? You know what LeBron said? Hey, man, I was 25 when I got to Miami after the decision. I was 25. And I got to the point I realized at 25 years old, I can't give an F what people say anymore. I can't give an F about that. I can't. Because they don't know what they're talking about, and it will get into your head. And so I think you're right, Lamar Jackson, still thinking about maybe the scars of hey, and, and it didn't have to, it wasn't a lot of people, but it was a, a high-profile person, Bill Polian, saying he should play wide receiver and not quarterback. And I'm sure, you know, he hears all kinds of madness, especially when Patrick Mahomes is coming to town. Well, Mahomes is this, and Lamar is not. Mahomes right. can do that. And, Lamar and, and can you know, never do and that. And
2: you know, and you know these kids, they are on social media all the time. So they see what people yeah, are saying. And, and he is, you know. He is yeah. out there. And you let that get into your head.
3: Take LeBron's advice. Don't give an F what people have to say. Go out and play yeah. your game. He is an unusually again, a
2: talented runner who is a yeah. great quarterback. Yeah, He's both. And like, in, in, in fairness, he's going to win MVP this year for a lot of reasons, but among them is that evolution as a passer. So going back to Dan Campbell, right? It's like, oh, don't, you know, you get to the dance, dance with Obrun. You don't get away from being aggressive on fourth down and, you know, when, when, it, when, when it, you know, the chips are down in the NFC title game. Don't, don't be different and conservative all of a sudden. You know, whereas with Lamar, like, we've commended Lamar and celebrated Lamar for his development and ascension as a passer. So I don't want to talk out of both sides of my mouth because what got him here, in large part, was was the offense that they've been running this year. But if Spagnuolo is, if, if nobody's opening, maybe this is a referendum on their skill guys still, I don't know, but if nobody's opening, you're just holding the ball back there, it's like, bro, like, be Lamar. Like, Take off. Like, it just felt like take he was off. trying to force the issue. Script. And, script. and again, prove a point. Prove a point that, no, I can do it this way. And I've seen guys, I've seen guys deal with that. I've seen black quarterbacks deal with that. I've seen McNabb. Exactly. See that. I've seen Michael Vick go that. through that. Yep. I've seen a, a lot burden. of them feel like they got to be somebody that they're not in order to have, let's call it, mainstream credibility or legitimacy. Um, yeah, be. I don't know. I, I I could I could be reaching. I could be reaching. Like you know my No, I'm all you're over not. the place right now in general. I just I know just felt like I, don't think you're reaching. I wanted to see more. I want to see him running more. I was like, "Damn, where's Greg Roman when you need him?" Like, like <laughs> I wanted to see him running. I want to see him running more. I just, I just wanted to cuz it was it was that kind of game. You know, like I wanted to see I wanted to see a stat line like more similar to last week than him running. I think it was 8 times for 54 yards against Kansas City. Maybe Kansas City just took it away. Maybe it's all about Spagnuolo. Yeah, um, and I would say this. That's, that's I'd say I this
3: for for Lamar or anybody else who is who may be, who may be. I'll say it that way. Maybe I'm not saying definitively who may be fighting some type of uh, historical baggage. Who may be fighting um, you know com- anonymous commenters and some of them uh, commenters with their names out there and uh, com- commenters and commentators for all of those who are Lamar and others who are fighting that just remember learn from Patrick Mahomes learn what Patrick Mahomes has done what we said comes back to Mahomes he's doing what the situation calls for so one day the situation yeah. may call for you to run for 200 yards and yeah. you win a game okay you won with 200 yards and passed for 75 so i saw Tom yeah. Brady win one day throwing for 76 yards Against Miami, he had eight or nine completions for seventy-six yards, and they won.
2: Yeah, yeah.
3: So sometimes you win throwing for fewer than a hundred yards. Sometimes uh, you, you'll have a two hundred and fifteen-yard rushing day. Do what's required in advance, and don't worry about uh, don't worry about the audience as much as you are. Because I
2: think he might. Yeah, hey, I'm too. I'm too old. I'm too old to resort to legacy conversations. I know this was billed as a legacy game for Lamar coming in. Um. I've just, I've, I've, I've seen that too many times, you know, insert player here. There are countless examples of players that were like, oh, you know, he'll never, he'll never get over the hump. You know, he'll never break through. He'll never win a Super Bowl or, you know, yeah. only for them to do it later in their career or, hell, sometimes the next year. Um, it stings, I think, between the two teams. I think Baltimore, and maybe this is stating the obvious, so I'll be Captain Obvious for a second here, this is way more of a gut punch than Detroit. Going back to the conversation we had earlier about how much this hurts Detroit, this is way more of a gut punch. Why? Because, I don't
3: agree with that. Well, I don't agree with you there, but, but tell me why. Maybe, maybe you can change my mind.
2: Well, because we just talked about it. I mean, Baltimore has been knocking on the door with Lamar Jackson, this isn't, this, isn't their, this isn't their first rodeo. This was the, this was the Lions' first rodeo, or these Lions' first rodeo, on the road against the superior team. We talk, we're singing, you know, Chiefs' kingdom's praises right now. Nobody coming into this game yesterday outside of Kansas City, you know, was thinking that the Chiefs were the better team coming into the game, against, coming into a matchup with the best team in the league this year at home. It's one of the best teams Baltimore's had in a long time. Lamar's going to win another MVP. To me, that's way more of a disappointing performance.
4: Mm.
2: Albeit against Patrick Mahomes and Andy Reid and Travis Kelsey and Taylor Swift. That's way more of a disappointing (laughs) performance than the Lions choking away a 17-point lead against San Francisco.
3: You said it. Choking away. Which part?
2: The choking away? That's why it's
3: worse. Choking away. And you're right. You're right. We got to hold them to that standard. They choked. That's what it's hard to deal with that man when you're up by, like if Lamar if they have been up by 17 is 17 points it really up.
2: as much as we think it is like it's yeah 17, yeah yeah it's, 17 17 scores. it's three, At scores. Half-time. three scores uh, 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 It's, it's like Three scores three scores and audible. three scores it ain't 28 to 3. When you're controlling you know, I mean it was 17 points it, shit happens when man. When you're controlling like, the line it, of scrimmage <laughs> How how quickly did it how quickly did that league evaporate? That, that league evaporated like yeah, that
3: quickly. When you fumble, when you fumble <laughs> right after you score a touchdown,
2: you when a you drop going the ball, somebody helmet. You got a ball going over somebody's somebody. The ball goes helmet. off
3: your helmet. Come yeah. on, that like. I, I'll tell you this. Last thing, I got a text last night.
2: Mm-hmm. Got a text
3: last night. It said video. I said okay. There's a video in this text. It was from our friend, Vinny Goodwill. And Man. I opened it and I opened the video and it's like a scan of the room and it goes to Vinny and he just says in a whisper, I told you, <laughs> I told you. See that's somebody who's been through it. He's been through that pain.
2: I told you. No, this is what happens with Detroit. No, but wait, but he ain't been through that pain. He gave up that narcotic. That's what we talked about. That's why, because he has heart. He gave up that narcotic. I know. Because he was heartbroken. It's heartbreak there. I, I bet
3: you he, he felt like a little flutter there, like, oh, this is why. This is why I was he was about to PTMD. fall back in.
2: Yeah. All right, man. Um, so we on record. Because again, I ain't gonna see you for a little while. We on record. You got yep. Kansas naturally, you got Kansas City, I got San Francisco. Yeah,
3: they're gonna win. They're gonna win it. All right. Good okay. game. But Kansas City wins. And Brock Purdy's a All good right, quarterback.
2: Man. Multiple things can be true.
1: (laughs) All right, man. Love you.
2: Love you too, man. Appreciate you.
1: Dietz and Watson's been making meats and cheeses the right way since forever. What's that mean? It means never cutting corners, ever. It means cooking, not processing. It means our Virginia brand ham that's cooked to perfection, then twice baked to layer the flavors. It takes more time, but you can taste the difference.